Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to mourn the passing of one of our hosts. Rest in peace, Medi. What? That is a... Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not dead, guys. Please. Oh, <laughs> he's, uh, sometimes... Uh, I th- Rest in peace. Um, actually, not rest in peace. Uh, in loving memory. He's not dead. I just like to think about him. Uh, <laughs> he's not dead, and we're all still friends, and like he's leaving because of good things, not bad things. But we will miss him, and I think that was a great intro. (laughs) I'm like, wait, I had to do a double take. I was like, well, this is a little bit bit dark for a (laughs) cold open. He had to to go off and and get himself an actual job, that jerk. (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, if it was like a normal job that wasn't around anime, then it... He would have been able to still do this on the side if he wanted to, but luckily he got a pretty sweet dream job of his working within the industry. So, like, Anna Trends has now gained another mole within the industry, so I'm pretty happy about that. We are the shadow cabal that controls the anime industry. Oh, one company geez. at a time. Yep. Uh, we'll leave it at that, mostly because it's not our business to talk about his personal life. <laughs> Anyway, uh, hi everybody. Welcome back to the Anime Trending Podcast. I'm looking at my Audacity software and noticing that uh, my tweak adjustment to turn up my mic sensitivity may have backfired on me. So apologies in advance to our editor, Bruno. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, we took a brief break for Thanksgiving because we are Thanksgiving Thanksgiving celebrating people. Uh, But we're back. And it's the fabulous month of December, which means it's time for us to lead up to the awards. But before we get into everything, I realized I have totally forgotten to introduce everybody. Uh, It's me. It's James. I'm your host. I'm quieter this time for various reasons. Uh, And by quieter, I mean I'm speaking quieter. I don't know if that reflects in the actual audio. And joining me today are the Survivors. Hi everyone, this is Gracie hopping back and forth between Girl Taku and the Anime Training Podcast and I am very excited to talk about uh, our topic because I'm always excited about our awards so this is the most exciting part of the year for me. <laughs> and I'm Nick and I'm, I guess I'm the only other co-host because uh, Quack is, uh, <laughs> he's gotta update his PC after a huge crash. Oh my goodness, oh. I don't actually think, like, I've heard about people literally losing everything. I never thought I'd actually see it happen. <laughs> Feels bad. Back up your PCs, it's important. You'll lose all your, yeah. you'll lose all your anime that you've spent hoarding like a dragon. Yes. Um, not me, though, because I, I purchase physical media, and you can pry my Blu-ray discs out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, the lead up to the award season, but before we get into that, it's time for our chart check, which we haven't done in like four weeks because we took a took a week off. So let's get down to it. We have in first place apparently a re-entry, which kind of blows my mind. Um, eighty six, eighty six, season two. Uh, in second place, we have Miyako Chan. In third place, we have Mushoku Tensei: Jobless Reincarnation Part Two. In fourth place, we have Takt Op Destiny. In 5th place, we have Ranking of Kings. In 6th place, we have Comey Can't Communicate. In 7th place, we have Banished from the Heroes Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. In 8th place, we have Taisho Otome Fairy Tale. In ninth place, we have Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. And in 10th place, we have the Faraway Paladin. The first thing I want to say as I'm looking at all of these ranks, so... <laughs> 86 86 season two was it missing from the last two charts or was it just last week because just I, I the last that there chart was multiple there, yeah there was multiple delays um so the last chart it's so funny because every show besides tact op is down one spot because um 86 86 um went to number one and so everything else got pushed down so it's almost like all of the top 10 had a uh, minus one modifier to it. 
Um, the the comments have been great because everyone has been like 86, 86 six was basically like, here, you guys can keep my chair warm. And then now I'm back. <laughs> so, it's really funny because it's like, oh, yeah, no one actually changed besides that. Although I'm actually kind of impressed if Top moved up one spot, then that meant it had to have bumped up two spots. It, yeah. it had to go mm-hmm. from six and then bumped up to one, assuming... 8686 didn't get delayed like it did. Yeah. Um I think internally we've had discussions being like some 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 people with an entrance think, "Oh yeah, 8686 is not going to win the anime of the season just because it got delayed." Cuz like I guess some, some sort of history saying like shows that have had episode delays have been bumped out of the rankings. Yeah, um, it's it's difficult. Well, first of all, it's not like many people will be inspired to vote for an anime episode that's a recap in the first place. And so, um, so because, uh, by the way, the 8686, what happened wasn't that they just skipped one. They did still release episodes. It's just not part of the story episode. So, um, and so... The dreaded that, recap. Yeah, so no one's going to really vote on the charts for them when it's not an actual episode in the first place so and unfortunately 86 is going to actually get hit by this twice because um last week saturday they also um did not have an episode it was another one of those recap slash commentary episode instead and so um and so for the next chart um the next chart 86 86 is once again going to be away from the rest of the chart so we're going to see a lot of greens likely (laughs) oh so this is like this That's is a healthy. so they they didn't they didn't not air an episode but it was just pure filler like let's just throw a clip show in because we need to save budget or like some other production reason that ideally should wouldn't have happened in like in most scenarios. Right. Yes. Exactly. And I'm the th- it's sad. It's sad because of the fact that this happened. You know, but. They obviously did not want to sacrifice any bit of quality because the episode that um, was delayed one week came back with such a vengeance, like all the subtle... It was good enough to put itself back in first place. Oh gosh, all the subtle visual storytelling, the layouts, the um, cinematography, the animation, everything was still there. So, um, So obviously I like... Any, like, they can, I think, like, I'm sure if they really wanted to push it out to schedule, they could, but I have no doubt they would probably be sacrificing a lot of the quality that they have been putting into this entire series, including the first core. And so I think the production team just isn't willing to budge on that fact. And so they're taking breaks for that. And the good news is actually um, for the 8686 community that are fans, have all been very, very, very reasonable and very supportive about this and have been saying like, oh, take as much time as they want because, you know, we want the quality to remain and stuff like that. And so that was really nice to see, like, positivity from the community. (laughs) I think they're all kind of a little bit... I mean, there's been a couple bad, like, productions that have just kind of burned the community in the last year. I mean, we're coming off of Wonder Egg... Yeah, it's almost like being more informed about production issues makes people more forgiving about when things go wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And more empathetic, for sure, yeah. Especially, uh, there was, <laughs> oh my gosh, the meme of, like, where it was, like, Anaplex is like, oh, wow, 86 is a success. Okay, make another season before 2022 and, like, probably another season before next year is over. And now the production people at A1 are just like, oh, no, what have we gotten ourselves into? <laughs> Uh, suffering from success <laughs> that honestly could be its own like spin-off topic where we're just like okay let's talk about some pretty crazy production stories overall i think yeah. it's just... i don't know i'll go for it oh i was gonna just say like i just feel sad when i see that because i know that means that the production team itself is struggling and I want more than anything else is for them to be able to work on this without having to sacrifice any of their health and livelihood. And so, um, but I know that's likely not the case, even though I desperately wish it so. So it's for me, it's just always sad that it happens, but I am very, very thankful for the team, if nothing else, because um, if it's not obvious from my own tweeting and my posting on our socials, I genuinely love this anime. And so um, so I am thankful for the team. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's a. I'm almost a little irritated that it's been doing so well because I watched like the first two thirds of season one and I just. I was. I'm learning it's something about myself because I was like, this is a fine show and I'm going to watch it. Like, I enjoy when I'm watching it, but it's not something that I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh, geez, now I have to watch the next episode. Like, oh. Um, and. So I'm like, am I, do I just have bad taste? I'm I'm going against the popular will right now. Uh, and then I have to remind myself that, no, it is in fact the children who are wrong. Uh, and I am always correct. <laughs> Apparently I am one of the children. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't mean to infantilize our viewers uh, or listeners. I was trying to make a Simpsons joke, but then realized that uh, I needed to do the full, like, am I out of touch? And it's like, no, it is the it, James it is the just wishes he was a boomer. That's kind of what I'm I'm getting out of this. He's, he's like the least <laughs> boomer person, but he's just like, it's like boomer cosplay. I literally was, like, looking at, um, so a couple weeks ago I was going to a football game, uh, and I was thinking about buying some merch to support the team. And I tried on an article of clothing, and I took a picture in the mirror, and I sent it to a, a group of friends. And I was like, what do you all think? And one of them went, you're too dad to wear street-style clothing. Also, you look like you work at Target when you wear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they were correct, but that didn't make it hurt any less. <laughs> we, need a, um, we need a makeover. It's not the first time I've been told to lean into the old man look. But like, who told you that? Like Satan? That's like a terrible idea. Oh no, no, no! This was um, and I don't mind saying their actual name because this is a public figure. I get a, a pseudo public figure as far as anime is concerned. I was at a convention, uh, working press, and I was talking with uh with Miles Thomas, uh, and he, I, I was, yeah, he told me he told me to lean into the old man look, uh, and recommended I buy, like a tweed jacket. Oh gosh. <laughs> No, no, no. I bought one. I'm going to say this the... publicly, Miles. You are a terrible person for suggesting yes! this. Yes! You no, give it, it awful works. advice. <laughs> no, it, well, my, my previous, like, anime business casual uh, convention outfits had been plagued by, by, I will say, like, legitimately poor fashion decisions. Um, so, like, the pinstriped one didn't work because I didn't have the pants to match with it. And so leaning in and actually, like, getting the tweed jacket has helped considerably. Um, it, it's a, it works, but it is, again, me being, like, dad cosplay. Um, I could show up at, like, a convention for old retired professors, and the only reason why I wouldn't blend in is because my hair is not gray or gone from male pattern baldness. I don't Just knowing Miles, though, that sounds like such a, like... He he probably said it so like authoritative, but like also like I don't know. It just feels like he's trolling, like in that moment, you know. Yeah, a little bit, but it worked. Like I, it's it's a look that I. Gosh, I need to talk to him next time I see him. <laughs> don't 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 please. It was it was functional advice. It worked uh, mostly because I think I look okay in in that jacket. Anyway, enough fashion. Uh, I'm happy to... Back to the chart check. I'm really happy to see Takt is still doing well. Um, I enjoy that series quite a bit. It is the only one I think I'm actually like on top of this entire season. Not gonna lie. That's more on me and my inability to stay up to date with shows. Someday, um, I will I will get my life together. Um, but now is not that day. Also, like... And this is mostly, I guess, my fault a little bit. I don't know. Um, a lot of my anime viewing happens when I'm not connected to the internet. And Crunchyroll will let me download episodes on the Verve app. But if you want to download episodes on the Funimation app, you have to pay extra money. Like, it's an additional... Like, there's regular membership to, like, stream stuff. And then there's, like, extra fancy membership. That's, like, another $2 a month or something to actually download episodes to watch offline. On, on mobile devices and for for verb and crunchyroll they just let you do that with a regular with a regular um subscription so uh, a point in crunchyroll's camp for that because man paywalling something that i get for no additional cost like comp between two different apps uh, i'm obviously going to pick the one that doesn't charge me more money um which is the reason why i'm behind on ranking of kings and uh, a couple other ones Ugh, that was so good but 
We're, it's very good. We are not here to talk about it, and I'm going to stop it from being talked about because I will go on a full episode rant at this point, so we got to move we'll, on to the actual topic. <laughs> we'll, pencil, we'll pencil you in for your for your ranking of King's rant. Yes. My one Kings. take, I hate Doma. All my friends, all my homies hate Doma. <laughs> Drops the mic. I, I made a tweet about Doma, like... And, like that didn't give anything away and the tweet was received very angrily by our I, I like people. have not been on the Twitter socials for the show but I just feel so much visceral hate for this character and I, I just think it's <laughs> I feel like you're so I, it's true but I'm also like it's so like it's like quadruple cruel that like nothing he can do will ever redeem himself from the show <laughs> okay stop 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 yeah. we're no, not talking it, about it. it we're that's not talking it. about we're, it <laughs> Anyway, main topic. We said we'd talk about awards, and now we're finally getting around to it. Um, so, yeah, we're beginning our kind of awards roundup, uh, mostly because the voting for, what, the ninth Anime Trending Awards uh, will be in January, which is pretty soon. Um, so we're going to be kind of recapping, because a year is very long. Like, there's a lot of anime that came out this year, and so we oh, yeah. thought we'd remind everybody of the shows from winter and spring so we have the nominees from winter and spring seasons from this year uh, that will be uh, available to be voted for uh, this coming january and so we all have our own personal likes and dislikes and so let's talk about those likes and dislikes and who we hope will do well and who we hope won't for i don't know personal reasons petty reasons legitimate reasons uh, contrarian hipster reasons any reason all 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 takes are valid even if james wrong. do you want to first list uh the nominees um for winter and spring since those two seasons are locked in <laughs> yeah so the winter nominees are attack on titan bottom tier character tomozaki uh re-zero wonder egg priority and jobless reincarnation and then the spring nominees are 86 86 fruits basket uh, Higehiro, which is the I shaved and brought home a high school girl, and then Vivi Florite's Eyes song. Uh, why don't we start with the winter? So there's five shows that got nominated for winter. Uh, does anybody have any particular clear favorites they want to do well? I kind of want Wonder Egg to get something just for Team Chaos. It's not going to, but like it would be incredibly hilariously ironic, um, especially because like the reward the <laughs> the 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 nomination was kind of locked in like way before the last episode so everyone was just like oh yeah don't worry they'll they'll fix it i think and then now it's just kind of like a really sad spot um truly the greatest anime betrayal of the year as in like being betrayed by the anime <laughs> it really feels like the top two are gonna kind of like i almost feel like regency bias might help this because um, Attack on Titan um, has a second part coming out in January-ish, like in the next couple weeks, um, as far as the winter season. Um, and Jobless Reincarnation's second season is going on right now. It's going now. on now, and it's really high up, like, where... I Is it qualified to even be in the fall nominees, or because it was no, already... No, because it's already nominated, so 86-86 is going to be the same as well. Yeah, it's like, these, these... It almost feels like you're... you're your battle preview is happening right now where it's like if um from the winner side if, if jobless reincarnation is still consistently top three you could see it snagging a ton of different awards um maybe the early episodes of attack on titan season two might might be the same um just to remind people that attack on titan exists <laughs> I do have to say, though, um, Attack on Titan's manga ending was very, very divisive. Uh, uh, sorry, what's the word? Divisive? Is that right? I would like, say it's divisive. Yeah, some people didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, so it was it was very divisive in that some people felt disappointed as in it was met. Some people hated it, and then some people still thought it was amazing. And so I think, um, I actually think that manga ending is going to hurt its chances. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It might depend on like when the actual awards get tallied because you could just be like if if like let's say Attack on Titan is at like the the penultimate arc part like where it's the first couple of weeks then maybe you just don't get like you don't see a drop off when it when it completes um, but that also depends on like how many people were like already manga readers that were gonna drop off anyways 
um, from it. Yeah, that's true. I have to be honest in regards to when my two picks, the one that I really don't want and the one I do want, um, are actually all in spring. Um, but winter, I do actually like all of winters. Um, it's just they're just not my picks on who I would have liked to win. I like they're good anime, you know, even even Wonder Egg's priorities, um, disastrous ending. Like, uh, some, uh, as people online have said this, and Sakuga people especially have said this, which is the beginning was still extraordinarily brilliant in everything that it did. And so um, so that's why I'm, like, I'm good with all the nominations in winter. It's just they're, they're not – none of them contain my pick of who I want to win, and none of them contain my pick of who I don't want to win. So <laughs> – Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were picking one from each season. I didn't realize we were combining both and picking one. I yeah, I, I didn't oh. know what the, the rules were for our picks or not. Uh, I mean, I, that that's just me though. So. That's fine. We can we can go off of that too. Um, mostly because I'm pretty lukewarm on winter as well. Partly because I basically didn't watch any of them except for Wonder Egg Priority, and even then, I had to stop watching it because. Um, uh what was it oh yeah because i was away living in the woods when the final like episode at the very end came out and i got warned by everybody not to watch it so like i i i watched some of jobless reincarnation and the episodes that i did watch were super pretty but i've also read the web novel so i'm not as concerned about seeing where the plot goes because i kind of already know uh i never started attack on titan and i certainly am not going to pick it up with like the final season uh bottom Tier Tomozaki was super interesting in concept, and I'd read a little bit of the manga, but again, uh, life got busy, and I just didn't have time to pick it up. Uh, and then ReZero, uh, it's fine. I think I watched a couple episodes, but just didn't. Actually, no, I think I watched it all the way through, but uh, have kind of like lukewarm feelings on it. ReZero has the flaw of the second season not being as tight as the first season. Um, yeah. I do, I do, without a doubt, think the first season does a better job in regards to taking advantage of the anime format versus the second season. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't really. I guess I'd have to say I want. I for if I'm picking exclusively out of the winter batch of nominees, I'm gonna throw my chips in with with Nico and say I want Wonder Egg priority purely for chaos. Uh, <laughs> Because... specifically the writing the writing uh <laughs> the, the best writing kind of awards <laughs> um honestly yeah that's the the funny thing is like if you could if you could like cleanly separate it if you just say like the second like the last four episodes don't exist it would be like the clear winner um it's surprising how much goodwill those last couple episodes just burned through and unfortunately the animation kind of suffers a little bit towards the end as well uh just because yeah of, yeah which means again all like the super pretty beautiful stuff that we got at the beginning it, you're burning through that goodwill as well um mm -hmm. so i i don't know winter not to make like a joke about temperatures but like winter seems pretty cold for most of us like i don't think any of us are burning you know burning passionately for any of the shows uh there not to say that they're bad but they're just you know they're good, but are they great? Truly, the question. Yeah, and I, that might that might just be like another victim of regency bias, like we've we've talked about. I mean, I, I if maybe somehow the reward awards were positioned differently, where it's like okay, now it's re zero, and it, and all these other shows are, are stacked up against like the previous seasons, like fall and spring, then maybe we could see some other um, things. Like I can't remember. Which year was it with Devilman Crybaby? Because I felt like that was like uh, that was two thousand and um, no, it was when I was it was when I was still in school. It was and you were also still in school. Um, so that would have been at least two thousand eighteen, I think. Because I think we, yeah, because I think yeah. one of the things I said about twenty eighteen was like I, I don't think this was, this was on Antrons because I wasn't part of that. But as far as like Crunchyroll. Control Anime Awards was like from its January air date. The problem with the year was that Devil Man basically was like the best show that entire year, and like I don't think nothing else came remotely close to that because it just set the bar so high. Um, but I don't think that the winter shows are capable of that right now. I, th I think Jobless Reincarnation does based off of the fall, 
Um, but that one I think is probably going to be as pretty controversial where um, maybe we could just talk about some of the spring shows because I think 86 has probably like the most going 86 for it right is now. beating jobless reincarnation and the biggest reason why is jobless reincarnation does not have a community with female anime watchers and that mm-hmm. is no surprise yeah, considering surprised. what the main characters like so <laughs> yeah 86 is like the most accessible show um yeah it doesn't alienate any of its uh viewers in the first 20 minutes um, but yeah, so uh, the spring nominations, who are they? <laughs> uh, the spring nominations are 80, I mean, I said them already, but I'll repeat them again. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, the, so the spring nominees are 86, 86, Fruits Basket, uh, Hikahiro, and Vivi, Fluorite's Eyes Song. Okay, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first because I have like all my thoughts ready for them. So... Uh, the, so I'm actually going to cheat in the next episode where we talk about our remaining nominees for anime of the year. Um, so, uh, (laughs) so that's, that's going to be my little FYI, but the first anime I am going to talk about that I do not think, and I hope does not perform well on our awards is without a doubt, Higehiro for spring. And the biggest reason why is actually, it's not because of the story you know because i know some people are probably going to be up in arms and be like oh you just don't support the story and stuff like that but i think the important thing that people need to remember about anime of the year award is that anime of the year means you're looking at everything you're looking at the story you're looking at the characters the soundtrack the animation the visual storytelling like it's the whole package and whichever has the best package is the winner and Higa hero just misses out on all of those things and even just like looking at it in comparison to um all the other nominations it's just so obvious because Higa Hero's animation is like I hate saying it like this it's no good um it's it's a yeah it's it's like and it's crazy because I distinctly remember like certain episodes making me feel like weird and the reason why it's weird isn't even because of the plot it was because the actors and the actresses are voice acting their hearts out you know they're crying they're angry they're all those stuff but the character expressions are flat and it's one of the most jarring things for me emotionally when I'm watching it and so and so it just sticks out like a sore thumb in comparison to this lineup we have like they do not have the animation down so right off the bat that's like a problem in regards to looking at it as like anime of the year award and then its soundtrack is it's fine, it's normal. Um and and the and ultimately even the storyline like at the very end and Anime News Network actually did a really good review about it where they said that He Hero has good spots in its writing for sure, but ironically it's at the more serious parts of the story that they fail really bad at and they make it really melodram- melodramatic and almost soap opera-esque. And it doesn't work out for the story when it feels grounded in areas that aren't about tragic things that's happened. And so, um, and I completely agree with them on that because the the whole actual conflict in regards to why uh, Sayuki ran away from home. Isn't her when name it was just Sayu? Revealed, oh, Sayu, sorry. No um, when Sayu ran away from home and like that whole plot line, like when it was revealed, it was actually kind of cringy in the way they went about it because it was just milking for the drama rather than trying to just tell the story itself and so i just think like out of especially in spring spring was a crazily packed season of good anime and unfortunately anime like odd taxi and others have missed out and um, odd taxi i will (laughs) never forgive all of you for not wait odd taxi's not on this list i'm actually like really sad yeah dude odd taxi didn't even break the top 10 the entire does it have a chance to be a wild card no Oh my no. gosh! I I will make it legal. I don't know. Like, the best it's going to do the is an aspect award. Uh, yeah. Okay, then, actual pain. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that's why the banner for the anime trending podcast is from the Odd Taxi opening sequence, and it's never going to change. <laughs> anyway, so like the fact that Higa Hero, despite being such an incomplete package is just standing here amongst all these other anime that I can absolutely see have like an actual package even with Wonder Egg Priorities explosion at the end 
even with like overall my more meh feelings about um, ReZero or even Tomozaki's like lesser animation quality and art style, like it's just missing so, so much of all the aspects needed for anime of the year that I'm like, I was upset that it ultimately got nominated. So I really, really hope it does not perform. <laughs> so, um, so that's like my biggest thing that I want to talk about of the spring nomination in regards to anime that I just don't hope get the performance that it needs to on our awards. So I will pass it now to you guys to share yours. Oh, <laughs> Are we still talking about most hated shows? I mean, we can make this a positive uh, show, but I mean, uh, I mean, I know which one out of these, inc- like even including Winter, I know which one that I stand. Uh, but I want to hear which what everybody one? else. Oh, okay. Um, I uh, I'm gonna wave. I'm gonna plant my flag for Vivi, and uh, I'm I'm not gonna hear anybody talk bad about it ever. Um, I'm, really? I'm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I, this is, and maybe again, like this could be a recency bias. I did not actually start watching Vivi until like August. Um, I was in, I was in a group, it was a group watch and it was like episode two cause I had, I had missed episode one or whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is the show that my coworkers were talking about being like really good as it was airing like during the season. And then I started watching it on my own, and then I quickly outpaced the group watch because they were only doing one episode a week, and I was usually like doing two or three per session. Um, it is, I think, uh, the animation is super. Well, let me let's break it down bit by bit, I guess, um, since we just talked about having like the complete package. Uh, I think the voice acting is pretty pretty good. Um, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the best I've ever heard, but it is in the upper, upper categories of it, you know, uh, and the animation is, I think the animation is probably its second strongest, uh, aspect, uh, mostly because sometimes we get those really beautiful close-ups, which sometimes seem like they are a little out of place, um, just because the rest of the show isn't animated like that, but also if the entire show was animated like that, I think it actually might make the show worse, because it's a little, it approaches the uncanny valley without actually falling in, um, and, but, like, the, the fight animation I always thought was pretty neat, I definitely enjoyed watching the, the, the fight sequences a lot more than other shows that have them, Mm. um, and the character designs are all very pretty, uh, pretty pretty characters uh me like uh just you know being a five-year-old again like ooh, pretty yay um but i think for me it's the fact that this is like a music show kind of i don't i don't want to it's very difficult calling it a music show because there are shows about music like kids on the slope and dare i say like oh, that's, even like i'm Carol so glad Tuesday. you watched that that's such a good show sorry <laughs> i i played jazz for one two three four five i played jazz in a in a school band for like seven years i i'm contractually obligated to watch the show about disaffected jazz kids in okay <laughs> um but it's that there seems to be kind of like two schools for music shows where one is mm. kids on the slope style and the other is it's an idol show um mm, yeah. and as i have probably said on the podcast before and i will reiterate again i don't like idol shows um and this vivi like toes that line because it's got songs that don't fit into like the other like the kids on the slope style music show that would normally fit i think like idol music better because that's kind of what the the song princess robots are is their idols basically or they're they're designed to kind of be like that um but the music just sounds much more mature uh and the musical variation in the different like focus pieces uh, they picked really 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 good singers and voice actresses to to as you know for these for these casts uh, for the cast of this show. Uh, and so even after I finished watching the show, I still listened to the music, both actually the soundtrack itself, as well as the um, individual-like insert songs. Um, Sing My Pleasure is an absolute banger, uh, and I listen to it all the time. And Ensemble for Polaris makes me feel feelings when I listen to it. Uh, 
which means I can't listen to it too often because it shuts down my ability to do literally anything else but stare at the ceiling. Um, <laughs> and so the music is spectacular. And so it would be one thing if, like, just one aspect of the show is spectacular and the rest is, like, meh. But the, the music is spectacular for this show. And almost everything else is also at a high level. The animation is beautiful. The voice acting is fantastic. The character designs are very pretty to look at. And the story is is pretty solid. There's a little bit of that, like, iRobot, and I say iRobot the film and not iRobot the book. Um, mm-hmm. There's a little bit of that, like, iRobot ending. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the show's been out for months, I'll spoil it. Um, of, whole, of the whole, like, the only way to save humanity is to destroy humanity, or, like, we will become the new, you know, human race or humanity, whatever. Humanity, yep, yep. Yeah, the mm-hmm. usual, the the one of the most common kind of, like, plot points for the end result of messing with AI too much. Um, Mm -hmm, it's been, it's been a science fiction trope for decades now. Um, and yeah, it's not like the most creative thing, but it doesn't, with how much extra stuff is going on in this show, I don't feel like I need to ask the story to be more than it is. It already does plenty of that. It, It takes advantage of kind of being a science fiction AI based show to ask the questions about like what makes things human or, you know, those those philosophical questions about humanity that usually come up when discussing robots in art. Um, and I think it handles it fairly well. Um, I've I've definitely seen wor- I've definitely seen other shows that are considered good handle that subject matter in a worse mo- in a worse way. Um, so yeah, uh Vivi is my is my odds on favorite for uh out of spring and then also winter. I still think it's better than all the winter shows. Mostly because Wonder Egg Priority just face-planted and then proceeded to double down. <laughs> it's so tragic because I genuinely... I was one of those people who was ready to be like, Wonder Egg Priority is the anime of the year. <laughs> That's all there is to it. And then and then that happened. But anywho, um, I, wanted, I wanted to add on to your point, James, which is I also really adored Vivi. Um, I definitely think its last arc was its weakest arc, without a doubt, because of the sudden turn to um, pretty stereotypical, uh, predictable sort of ending. But I think the the charm about Vivi that really reached out to me was how much the music lyrics matter to oh, the yeah. plot. Yeah, oh, yeah. That That's was, what I was going to say. That yeah, that was definitely my favorite element that just made it kind of magical, even um, to see like what a big effect and how it's part of the narrative story, those lyrics that Vivi sings. And so, um, so overall Vivi is, I I do adore Vivi. If Vivi wins the anime of the year, I would not complain, not even the slightest bit. So I'll be um, very happy. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't like, like that's, I don't have a fight to pick with you in all honesty. Like I, I'm, I actually agree with even what you said, like was your critique. Like that was my same critique as well, but once again, we are looking at whole package, and whole package. I do think Vivi has a good package. So, yeah. oh, I will. I will actually bring up one thing, uh, and this is an issue that I have that is based entirely on my own faults, as opposed to the fault of the like it's no fault of the show, which is um, I love and I'm very grateful that the lyrics to the songs were subtitled. Uh, I yeah. cannot I cannot read and process two separate lines of dialogue happening at the same time. Which and this is entirely on me for not understanding Japanese, uh, but oh my goodness, it was so hard to read the people talking as the song was going on in the background. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, what about you, Nick? You haven't said. Uh, I mean, I was gonna just say stuff about Vivi. I think James covered it. Um, <laughs> I think that the the main thing that was my biggest driver was like I think. What you said earlier, Gracie, where the songs drive the story and mm-hmm. also the story drives the songs and some of the sequences. Like, I mean, it's just like this perfect blend of like animation as well as um, music that comes together in a couple of like the really big episodes, like the one where like they're flying against the robot part. And then, yes. oh my gosh, some of these sequences are so good. So I'm like rewatching them again. And um, I don't know, because. I, I love the soundtrack a lot too because I was just I was actually recently listening to the um, the three different versions of the fluorite eye song 
um, on Spotify. And like, it's so interesting how you see like the, how the progression goes where you got like the prototype version where she doesn't really know what her lyrics are going to be. It's like a really like, like an unsure sounding piano. And then it kind of goes into like another version where it's the piano is there, but it's, there's no lyrics to complete it yet. But then you finally get that final big emotional moment at the end where I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Yeah. uh, I did. I did really like speaking of like the actual, like titular song that comes in at the end. uh, I think that that sequence in the actual show. Oh, so good. So good. Like I, I, I'm a sucker for those kind of scenes where it's like, reflecting back on everything while the lyrics talk about reflecting back on everything and uh and all of that and it it, it's just like i can feel myself tearing up oh my god i felt it yeah (laughs) it makes you feel it makes back in that tear duct water you're not supposed to be (laughs) get back in there (laughs) um yeah no vivi is really good for sure um Though, ironically, not my pick of the spring for favorites, but my pick of spring for the favorite is probably predictable at this point. I do ultimately still like Fruits Basket the most <laughs> out it. of the whole lineup. I know um, it, I but, know it, I know it. But at the same time, I do have to say Fruits Basket is a little unfair at this point because it's kind of Fruits Basket's legacy in regards to its story um, it's very similar to the legacy that Fullmetal Alchemist has now. It's a it's a really big deal for an anime to not only want to remake a series, but remake it to completion, just like they ultimately did for Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, it means that despite how many years have passed, there is clearly a huge enough audience that's still waiting for it. And yeah. so that by itself is showing already, like how strong of a story it is because there are so many manga and anime out there but this is the one that people are still waiting for and so that's that to me is always a big deal in regards to the testament of the importance of the story which is why i'm like i first basket is my favorite but it kind of is unfair for me to say that it's my favorite considering that it's sort of become a classic now in regards to the story yeah it's been canonized into the pantheon of must watches yeah like i i I honestly like wouldn't even consider it as like a 2021 show because of just how prevalent it is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so and um and i i actually made a girl talk episode about this where you know, you can't just adapt an anime uh, by following the manga exactly and call it done, of course. But I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot on this, but the story in First Basket genuinely is so incredibly strong <laughs> that <laughs> if the anime follows the story and uh, does a good job with adapting in regards to the animation, with the character designs and the voice acting they've got a good story on their hands. They've got a good anime on their hands. And the, certainly the production team did exactly that. Um, the uh, So there's not as much heavy animation compared to Vivi and stuff like that for obvious reasons. Um, there's not really fighting, you know, involved in regards to this, in regards to this story. But the scenic shots and specifically how they use light to tell, to symbolize things and to use light to be a theme in regards to visual storytelling, they employed it impeccably. And I could literally pull out like five examples right out of my head right now in regards to how they utilized it. But the thing that really stood out to me um, this final season that doesn't have to do with the story itself, because like I've said already, the story is just so incredibly strong just from the source material, is the voice acting. Oh my God, did the voice actors go all out for the cast <laughs> this season? Yep. I I don't know what happened. Because, I mean, it's the, the last prior season, seasons, they figured they'd just use up whatever they had left in the tank. I guess they did. Because, I mean, the prior seasons, they were still great. You know, they were good. They're great seiyus and they're great cast, but they milked every single bit of emotions that are either quiet or loud or subtle or whatever it was into their characters. It is absolutely insane what the Seiyus did this year in the final season. And like one of the say like one of the characters is really minor. He only shows up for like a few episodes tops. 
And his sequence gave me chills because of how good the voice actor did for like played that character. And so it, it's just it's just mind blowing to me in regards to how and this is exactly what I wanted as a fan of the original source materials to hear these voices and they brought it to life 10 times better than I could have imagined it. And so that just like stood out to me so much in regards to that. And so it's no surprise at this point that it's my um, it's my favorite pick of this particular season. And I I don't know if it's going to win or not because it has been a while. Um, you know, like you guys said, the recency bias is a pretty big deal. And this is why a lot of Oscar movies come out near the end of the year because they know they've got a shot at the Oscars. And so they want it on like the voters minds when um, when they uh, when it's time for voting and stuff. So it did happen in the spring and it's not a two core. So it so uh, some by this like summer, it was like like it wasn't there anymore in people's minds. but. I think at this point, it's just made such a big impact in the anime community as a whole. It has such a big cultural impact in sort of the um, otaku-ness, the, the otaku fandomness, that I don't mind if it doesn't win because I, it's just it just has such an imprint now at this point. Um, the only thing I would want the win to happen of anything for Fruits Basket is actually Best Couple, and that's it. <laughs> like That's the only one I really, really want. So oh I am okay with... I'm okay with giving it, uh, like, not having it for um, anime of the year. Not have anime of the year, yes. <laughs> well, we'll see because the Fruits Basket community usually turns out pretty hard once they know that, like, it's nominated. I, I remember that was like a thing. Um, I want to say because it got nominated like a year ago or two years ago or something. Like at the when, when the a year ago, was, a year yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, I'm like almost doing a double take where I'm like, wait, I thought we had this. Sh- <laughs> I thought this was already a thing. For- GTA yeah, 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 no, like, that was oh, the shit, funny thing. And like, <laughs> uh, Nick told me he was like, I feel like Fruits Basket is gonna come in clutch because it has a very loyal fandom and they're gonna show up. They're gonna turn out for the boating booths and stuff like and that. That was, and was like, like last year, right? I'm like, yeah, that was last year. And- <laughs> and I didn't believe him and I was like nah like you know I like it's it's a romance story and I feel like it's it's an old fandom so not that many people would turn out for it and stuff like it's just gonna be a classic and that's all it's gonna be and um I was very wrong <laughs> and, I had to, <laughs> and I had to tell Nick and I had to be like oh Nick I am wrong <laughs> so- um, because actually the voters came out and voted it second in our anime trending awards. Yeah, so that's the other question. Like, how how upset are they that it got second? Because are they the fans that are like, wow, we got acknowledged. That's great. But, like, then there's also maybe that subset of, like, wait. We how have, we not win? We could actually we could have won. do this. So can, here's the, and they have so a here's the interesting thing. Too. Um, because I love this sort of things and I love analyzing these sort of things. So, um, the interesting thing is the, uh, Fruits Basket community themselves were actually not upset at all. In fact, they were really pleased with their ranking. They were like, oh, like we got second, like that's pretty good. And they did win, um, they did win some other awards as well. So they were pretty pleased about that. And so, um, so they were pretty happy with the results. What's interesting to me is that, um, when Akadama Drive won, there were people who really did not like Akadama Drive, and they preferred it if Fruits Basket had won. But the actual Fruits Basket community did not was not as upset as the people who didn't want Akadama Drive to win. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I don't want the spotlight on it. Be like, now you have to be like the most like uncontroversial, perfect show, and like I feel like if Fruits Basket's did get up there that would have been like a pretty big upset i'm trying to think there was like one example i remember that was like this random upset that was like pretty wild i don't remember if it was like anime of the year from our awards or if it was like country awards or if it was the country awards are always kind of a mess i I, they they are a mess for a couple reasons that i don't want to get into but we don't yeah it's not i don't want to it makes us sound really mean when we immediately dive into like all right let's see what what, let's see what a competing award show see everything that's wrong with it because like competition what competition (laughs) (laughs) are you um which anime are you thinking of do you have like an anime in mind i i don't i'm i'm like thinking that it was almost like 
like I want to say it was like something. It had to have been a year where like My Hero Academia was like sweeping everything. I I just remember that, and then I I don't remember if there was like a different show that ended up winning the whole thing or not. Oh, that was Devilman Crybaby. Like it won, and but My Hero Academia won everything else. Yeah, and like Devilman winning that one was like. I, mean, I I saw that one coming. I was like, "Yep, that." I'm like, "I'm like, we're done here. We're done January. We could shut this whole year down. It's it's already everything was locked up, and it was. Yeah, it definitely was. In my humble, I think opinion. that was the year. Um, a place further than the universe won in ours. Is that not it? Or no? Because like like some of the ones that I like, I can't remember like the controversial one that I was like, "Wait, why did this win?" Or if it was like. Uh, we can we can your homework is to look it up and then i have to like look the, it up be like what was a controversy that i don't remember because yeah uh, i've had a long day yeah <laughs> well in regards to our awards it's the best part is seeing like ultimately who wins because i do think our awards have been really um it's hard to predict really mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh like i i had no idea akadama drive was gonna win like that it never even occurred to me that it could win you know not not saying that it's bad so it could win it's just that it's just not a thought that came to my mind and then bam here it is <laughs> and so um and i do also know that um a place further in the universe when it won our anime of the year award um not a lot of this was an example where a lot of people were shocked but like a pleased shock you know like they had like the the fans who voted had no idea that they were going to be able to get (laughs) that anime voted as anime of the year but they were so happy that they did and so um and so that was like another one that comes to mind as well in regards to awards which is why I'm, i'm always just excited because um I just want to see who's going to end up on top. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just talking about uh, place for the universe makes me want to listen to the ending theme again. It's such a good ending theme. Ten out of ten. Um. But yeah. So one last thing, as we're in the last eight minutes, we'll probably have one episode to specifically discuss fall nominees when they're known, but based off of the yeah. chart check. Um, the non-already nominated nominees are number two was Miruko-chan, four was Tacked Up Destiny, and number five is Ranking of Kings. With also Komi, Komi can't communicate, so I'm, I'm just gonna say maybe those four are kind of like. I would say it's Miruko-chan. Um, Miruko-chan talked uh talked OP uh Destiny and um Komi-san is probably gonna be the picks because uh Ranking of Kings will just get nominated for 2022 because it's a two-core nonstop. So Oh, yeah. I see, got it. Okay. I see. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate timing. But Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm speculating and how do I put this? I love Taktopi Destiny. I don't know if it has what it takes to be like an anime of the year. Um, oh, oh! It also has a lot of haters. I'm just gonna say it right oh, now I believe because that, I'm the one making the social media posts, so I can see the comments. <laughs> I, I, for my own time management and mental health, do not go to the comments generally. Um, but if you do want me to read your comments, comment below the tweets that I post uh, on the Twitter <laughs> account because I actually do read those because I am vapid and desperate for validation on that platform. Yeah, and if, if you can make me cry personally, like I, I'll send you like five dollars. I'll send you. I'll send you a keychain from my keychain collection of anime like figures. Just, I made. I made him cry with uh, my internet comments. <laughs> yeah, it's a good award. Um, yeah, I I like it. It's not. I think I like it for reasons that are outside of um, the typical criteria that we judge, like anime of the year. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm not super up to date on everything else. Uh, Ranking of Kings, I will vote for just because the small amount that I have already seen uh, is fantastic. And I want to watch more. I just haven't been able to set aside the time for it. Wait, so I have a question. Yeah. Am I the only one who has an anime that I really did not want to see perform well? Like, <laughs> um, I mean, is, is it Miruko-chan? Because, like, I mean... Oh, no, no, no I meant out of, like, winter, winter and, spring. and spring for this episode, yeah. I, I oh, think... um... Uh, how do I mean? I also how do I put this? Um, I don't want Higehiro to win, but I also don't expect it to. Like, and that could just be me mm. underestimating the voters. But it's it's very and again, maybe this is me from my ivory tower, ignorant of the ways below. Um, <laughs> with how much with how much I uh like Vivi, and then how much popularity some of the other shows, especially like the long continuing shows, uh, 
with consistent track records that we've got in winter. I find it very hard to um, think that Higuhiro will manage to like come out on top. And so it, it feels very much like punching down when I'm like, I don't want Higuhiro to win. It would be different if, for example, I hated Fruits Basket with a burning passion uh, and was like, <laughs> how dare Fruits Basket get nominated again? But I haven't seen it and I don't really feel any feelings toward it. So I can't, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say I want it to lose. I don't care. Uh, I want other shows to win more than this or more than more than Fruits Basket. But, you know, again, it's one of those like, eh, whatever. So, yeah, I don't want Higehiro to win. Uh, I also don't think it has a chance. I could be proven wrong. And if that's the yeah, case, I'll be very exactly. sad. Like, I'm kind of just like, it existed. People voted for it. People see some value. Um, I didn't watch it. I don't. But but like based on the description, I was like, I'm, I'm not my cup of tea, but maybe it surprises me. Um, no, it won't. <laughs> uh, all right. No, it won't. <laughs> if it was going to be like cursed, it could have been like an incredibly cursed but like fun train wreck because that could have been like enjoyable. Oh no, that's not the case at all. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I... it was actually. I remember that season mainly because everything was so competitive that season i still think spring season even with fall in you know um with fall part of the equation spring season this year is the strongest anime season i was watching 22 anime and almost every single one of them i was watching was good and so for me it was frustrating because hige hero kept like scoring really high on our weekly charts and I'm like, it is taking spots from other, <laughs> the multitude of other anime out there for spring that was extraordinarily well done. And so that was what, like, that's why I seem to have, like, this laser focus on it, because I'm like, that could have been another one. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I'm now looking at, like, the rest of the top 10 for spring 2021. I was definitely surprised by how consistently well Higehiro did, because I did not think it deserved the spot that it ended up with. Yes, um, exactly. Like it, like like I said, Odd Taxi was there. <laughs> and, Zombie um, Land Saga Revenge was there. Yes, Zombie Land Saga Revenge. Uh, Megalobox was too. Nomad was there as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, truly a bummer. So, yeah. I again, I guess, yeah. Now that I've taken that into account, of like, wow, it did well despite like all the other shows that it. That should have been better than it. Yeah, no. Uh, Higehiro don't win. And if you do win, I'll be very sad. <laughs> I will just be angry like I always am at our Girl of the Year awards. <laughs> oh, it's going to be Sayu 100%. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going to laugh. I am right going now. to throw a fit. <laughs> like, like, I did, like I did last year and yeah, the year um, before. So. If, if Sayu does not win Girl of the Year, I will mail you an apology letter. I will handwrite it, and I will I will enclose a sachet of like expensive tea, and I will mail it to you. I oh wait, that's actually record. really nice. Okay, you guys make sure Sayu does not win, so I can get that from him. <laughs> Everybody vote for Sayu, so I don't have to pay for postage. No, I want the thing. <laughs> Give me the thing. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, with that said, I believe we've run out of our. Uh, our main talking points for this session. So uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, We're going to have more awards episodes in the future. So, you know, we still have summer and fall to talk about. And then we have some other things like aspect awards. And as we were just talking about um, like, you know, best, best boy, best girl. Um, So stay tuned for that. We're going to be trying to record more episodes than usual uh, this month, just so we can cram all of our topics in. And, uh, yeah, please interact with us on social media. Uh, you can listen to us on Podbean, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we have a Twitter account, uh, which I will link in the description of this episode. Uh, you should follow us, or follow me, I guess, since I'm the one that mainly pilots that. Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, I'm only going to say, I'm only going to say good things about it. It's a good, po- it's a good Twitter account. I post tweets on it. It's mostly updates. Uh, but I will be trying to put more content on there as uh, as time goes on. Uh, for example, if I do lose, I will I will take a picture of the nice expensive tea that I will send Gracie as an apology. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much for listening. We hope that you listen more. Um, 
it is December. It is the month of Spotify Wrapped, and we would love if you listen to us enough to show up on your 2022 Spotify Wrapped, because uh, that would be a huge ego boost. Yeah, if you do, like, I really want to see that. That'd be like, yeah, send a screenshot. We'll, we'll, I don't know. I'll pay for Discord Nitro if you don't have one already. I'll, I'll gift you a Nitro sub. Uh, so yeah, thank you. It sounds like I'm trying to bribe people. I'm not. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just want this podcast to do well. Uh, so thank you everybody for listening. Thank you to our editor, um, mostly because I know that I'm going to give him a lot more work with my slightly peaky mic because um, I fiddled with the settings. I'm sorry again. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Any closing words from any of our other hosts? Nope. I just hope you guys are looking forward to the Anime Trending Wars as much as I do. Please, please, please vote. And I just want to reassert because there's always a comment every year that says that, that says, like, we rigged the polls. We absolutely do not. And this is why it's so exciting is because I am genuinely waiting to see what you guys have to say about our awards and what you what your favorite picks are and ultimately who wins out. And so it's just as, so it's just as exciting on the other end to watch these votes come in. So please be on the lookout for our additional episodes focusing on this and please participate in the voting itself when it opens. And if we do rig the awards, you'll know because we would have just given it to like Odd Taxi for everything. So as much as it pains my heart, we got to stay ethical. Yeah. Darn ethics getting in the way of of what should write. Yeah. I should decide what good anime is. (laughs) Somebody who doesn't watch very much anime. Oh Alrighty, we'll see y'all next time. Yep, I got JoJo's to watch now. Part six. Oh, yeah. Part six. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. All right, bye everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goodbye. Airhorns dot flack. All right, see ya.